Are you tired of handing out your CDs in Times Square? Well, come up right here, play your song, and we can talk about your music. It's the Artist Spotlight. Hit me up, MissListenKnows at gmail.com for details. Al. I be high for hours, don't hide you cowards I know you'd rather see me fall, the demise of his power But I'm like a bartender, I got plenty of shots to send Flow stone cold, ain't no way you can stop this pen Start to see success, then the snakes come out They stop showing you love and the hate comes out But I feel I'm well prepared for the lies and the change The dope music, you can hear it in my eyes and my veins I'm just waiting on a new mail, my dreams lately seem too real You bitch in my bed like Drew Hill I just happen to be one of the few who scale Yeah, messing with the fam is what a Get you killed, uh, B.C.O.S. Holy flow, that'll leave you blessed. I'm sending shots, don't leave your vest. Even the blind nigga see we next. Just that medicated smoking on that CVS. Ow, and the show goes on. Okay, it's another week of Miss Listen starring the new queen of media herself. That's right, it's me. And I am so excited for us to be joining together for another installment. I know I took two weeks off, as I explained before. I need a little bit of a break from social media, a break from the podcast, because um, sometimes we get disconnected from the actual universe because of, you know, everything that's going on in technology. And I do love doing this podcast, and I do love having you every week. But sometimes a girl just has to take a moment. Also, with all the children just getting out of school, I had to get reacclimated to having my daughter around all day. So, I mean, Mondays is when I normally tape the show, even though it does drop on Thursday. So I just had to get it together. And then, unfortunately, I had a close family member, well, you know, in the black in the black household, She's like an auntie. She's not my blood aunt, but that's how I feel. I'm, I'm still, you know, coming to terms with her passing. And if you have anyone in your life who is sick, not even, I don't even want to keep it to that, but she was sick and she did have cancer. And I do have an uncle who's also going through that. And I know there's a lot of people going through things with their loved ones. We have to give people their roses while they are still here to smell them. That's going to be something that I'm going to drill in your head, drill in my own head. Even when years ago, when someone goes back to the podcast, just checking out, you know, my catalog as it grows and as this 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 journey goes on, I want them to this is a this is a timeless gem. You have to give people their roses while they are still here to smell them. You want to show people their, that you appreciate them while they're still here to feel it. So many times people wait until someone passes on to start acknowledging all of the great things that they did and the impact that they had on the world. Even like that rapper, what's his name? XXX Tentacion. I can't even say his name, but may he rest in peace. It's crazy because no one was really paying attention to him. And I myself, I'm not a fan of this this these this new rap. And we're gonna have a guest coming in later on to talk about what he's doing in music. We're gonna have a, a an artist spotlight. But I'm not a big fan of the new the new genre of music. But I mean, I I did know who this artist was, especially because when I was on. Um, Satori Radio. Shout out to Satori. Too bad that didn't work out for everyone. The investors pulled out. We'll talk about that later because I never got into that. And that's something that I had to come to terms with too. So in this break that I took off, so many revelations, so many great things. But even with the passing of that rapper, 
first of all, the murderer put it on social media. He took a picture of, of XXX before he killed him. And then afterwards, he put this cryptic message on Facebook, basically admitting to the murder. But people did not even appreciate X for who he was or what he was doing and the positivity that he was going into because, I mean, prior to, he was a gun-toting insta-gangster, so to speak. But, you know, he was trying to go into a different a different wave and he was trying to show people a different thing and nobody was really uh, focused on that until he passed away and then that's when it was like, oh, one of our saviors. They were acting like it was Tupac. I had to go back and just like do some research but nonetheless he he was a a young figure who died way too soon and is at the hands of gun violence and that's something that we have to address because black lives matter and we get all crazy when it's about the police but what about when it's us killing us just like the young boy junior in the bronx who was murdered because of mistaken identity this boy went into a store in his neighborhood, a bodega, and because a video went viral of someone who looked, he looked just like him. He definitely looked a lot like Junior, the uncle or the cousin of somebody, of some young girl who was caught having sex on camera, and the video went viral. They, I guess, wanted to avenge her thought-isms, so when they ran down on who they thought was in the video, they had machetes, they had they had knives. They had too many people for one child. And these five men killed him in his own neighborhood, in a, in a store, right in, in his own block. And no one helped. Not the owners of the store, not the police. Down to this boy had to run to the hospital and he died on the steps of the hospital. And no one helped. This video of the cops standing right there and they did not even help him. There's even a video that's, that's, that has surfaced now from the surveillance camera in the, the store, and Junior ran back into the store to try to get help, and they turned him away. Like, what is it coming to where we don't even, we're so, we're so numb, and we don't even pay attention to what's going on. We're so desensitized to everything that's going on. The children don't even understand the severity of what they're doing to each other. They think they're playing video games or something. They think it's Call of Duty or I don't know. Uh, what's the game? The game with the um, with the zombies, Resident Evil. They think it's something like that. They don't understand that they are really taking people's lives. And then they go boast about it. It's about clout chasing for real. And I, for one, am not going to take a stand for it. And that's why I've been taking these social media breaks because we get so caught up in doing things for the gram and doing things for likes and doing things for attention and for clout. That's the new word. Everybody's talking about clout chasing, especially what, 6 9 and Ripty Red. What's the name? Trippy Red. All of these new rappers and they doing things just for what, what it looks like just to be acknowledged for being a gangster, but they don't really live these lives because when they end up dead, what then what? And I'm I'm not I'm just been so I just been doing a lot of soul searching and I don't want to use my platform for anything but to push the culture forward. I don't want to talk about anything that's not going to create conversation that's going to make change. And I don't want to do anything that everybody else is doing. Everybody wants to just ride the wave and say what they think is going to get likes. And I'm not going to be that person. I'm, I'm, I'm just not going to do that. And just watching this young 15-year-old boy, Junior, get killed on camera 
and it goes viral. Instagram didn't shut it down, didn't stop nobody from posting it. Uh, Facebook was showing it, but it's like when when it's something that's empowering to black people or something that's going to change, people getting flagged, accounts getting deleted, but the things that are like real-life lynching, like we basically just watch a real-life lynching, but at the hands of his own people. We are killing each other. We're going to talk about Black Lives Matter. There are so many things that are killing black people. Black people killing other black people is a big thing. Yes, the cops are killing us, but we need to be just as mad when we're killing us. We have diseases like diabetes. We have AIDS that's killing us. We have lupus that's killing black people. Sacred there's so many things so it's like we really need to come together and really unite and it's starting with the children we do see things um, with the high school kids with the gun violence and the rallies and but it's like we really need to make sure that this is not us just riding the wave it seems like people only want to do certain things when it's the wave they only want to do women's empowerment when it's the women empowerment wave they only want to come together when it's the wave but it really needs to be something that we step into boldly even celebrities like lala she went to go visit um junior's family because I, th- I believe she's from the Bronx, but even yet and still, even if she wasn't, she's a mom. She's a human being. Um, Cardi B, she donated $8,000. I believe the family only had a, they had a GoFundMe out, and they had a goal of uh, $12,000. They have hit the goal and gone beyond. Maybe like $100,000 with the last time I checked, they had a, about $100,000. Dave East even went to go visit the family. Like, this is something that we really need to do more often. And we need to do this for things other than when it's about the killing and the murders. We need to go come together and support causes as well. Speaking of supporting the cause, and speaking of Dave East, I don't know if you listened to last our last episode, but go check that out with Isaiah Kelly. That was a good one. But I also was talking about Dave East's birthday when... um. Ghost, uh, what's his real name? Because I didn't got so mad at him, I didn't forgot his name. Amari Hardwick. He was so rude that I saw he had posted a um a, a, he posted this long Bible scripture about the great day he had and how he was empowering people and he was out here encouraging people to live their dreams. But he had to make time for Dave East's birthday because that is his boy. So I wrote, yeah, but you were so nasty and so rude at this event. And because I'm taking these social media breaks, I didn't even realize that he responded. He responded. He tagged me back and was like something to the effect of, oh, look, now that you have exposed yourself, go take care of you. Like, what? It was like this cryptic. I was like, what are you talking about? So even though I responded days later, I was like, first of all, you are telling on yourself. I'm not telling on myself because at no point did he say, that's a lie. That's not true. He never tried to say that what I was saying about him being rude was a misjudgment. He didn't say that it was a wrong statement. All he said was, oh, now you've exposed yourself. And it's like, no, bro. Now you have exposed yourself. And the crazy thing is, a part of me was is, is, not was. I'm, I'm currently still so turned off that I don't want to watch power. Like, I want to boycott and be like, fuck power. 
but <laughs> it's so good. And they make you wait so long. It only comes on once a year. It's not like Power. I mean, it's not like um Empire, which I've been stopped watching because it's not entertaining. But it's not like Empire where you get, you know, two sets. They take like a, a break for the summer or something and then come back in the fall. No, we literally only get this show once a year. So as badly as I want to just make a picket sign and just boycott. I know I'm going to be sitting down watching it, but I'm I'm also going to do some commentary, and I'm going to let him know that even though I'm watching, I'm not watching for you. And there was um a couple of people that jumped in my comments, and they agreed and said that Amari Hardwick, a.k.a. Ghost from Power, they said that he is rude. Like, this is not something that was, like, you know, an isolated situation. This man don't know how to talk to people, I feel, unless he knows your status, unless there is a purpose. Like, because he didn't know that I was by magazine, like, I didn't have, like, a, a press badge on or I didn't have a, a shirt that said, hey, I'm by magazine, come take a pic. I was just dressed as I'm normally dressed, and I was just doing a job, and he didn't know until the second go around but by that time he was still being rude like he was like okay okay let's just get it done okay let's just get it done and that was because my assistant approached him and was like listen like we understand that maybe you was in a different um vibe earlier we wanted to give you a, a moment to collect yourself would you like to give dave east a shout out for his um birthday now and he was like okay okay let's just get it done but the next day he posted about, oh it's my best friend my homie i had to come out Please stop with the BS nonsense, Amari Hardwick. But I'm still going to watch, I know, I'm, I'm still going to watch Power. And I know it's going to be good. And we're going to talk about it, friend. But speaking of talking about it, make sure you drop a comment in the SoundCloud or maybe even on the iTunes. Rate us. Leave a um. Leave us some words of encouragement. What do you like? What do you dislike? Keep it a stack. What's keeping you going? I'm going to be changing up the formatting. So, I mean, let's take in some of your suggestions as well. I'm a little congested. I'm trying to get reassessed, reacclimated to the um the the weather. I've been spending a lot of time in Pennsylvania where the the skies are clear and the people are a little bit nicer even though you know that's a state that Trump won in and the other day I did see this lady with a Confederate flag on her shirt. They still are not as rude the people like in New York City. So, in the weather I, as soon as I touched down to New York City, I was sneezing. I'm acting like crazy. Like so I'm just trying to get like back into the swing of the dirty air and the rats and the hood rats. But let's just swing to this uh this topic of this lady. Okay. Even though I've been taking these social media breaks, something that has been circulating and I did notice it is this permit patty. There was a woman before who called the cops on a group of, of black folks who was trying to have a nice cookout. So now that went viral and everybody wasn't having it down to the fact that even the people of the neighborhood went back to that same location and they did the electric slide all over her bad intentions. And it was great to see black folk coming together. Now we have another lady who insisted on calling the cops on a young girl who was just trying to make some money to go to Disneyland. So there was a young woman who recorded a white lady on the phone with the cops, and she was complaining that the young girl didn't have a permit to sell the waters. Now the woman was on the news as of 
Monday because she has been getting death threats. She's been getting phone calls because people are coming for her head. And it makes sense because she's saying that it wasn't race related because all she heard was the yelling. I guess she was hearing them saying buy some waters or waters for a dollar, whatever, what have you. And she decided that she was not with it. And she called the cops. I'm irritated because do they have permits for the Girl Scout cookies or when they selling lemonade? Nobody's ever calling the cops. But trust and believe, Miss Lissa knows to the rescue, don't let me catch you selling no Girl Scout cookies, no knitted bonnets, no juice, no water, nothing. I am calling the police. I don't care if you're Caucasian, Asian, bleh. I'm calling, okay? Anybody other than black because it, I'm tired. It's like we are really watching the time just go back. Like, I feel like I'm living in the 30s. Like, we can't even sell water. Here we are, in my mind, teaching our children to be entrepreneurs. But instead of, instead of celebrating that, we have women who are hating, hating and hating. And I could go on all day about this, but I do want to take a break because I have a guest coming in. His name is Art, and he's from Brooklyn, but he moved to Maryland. And we're going to talk about that and his musical journey when we get back. So go get you some water, but make sure if you're buying it, the person has a permit. It's your girl, Miss Lisa Knows. Al. It's your girl, Bree, because I said so, and you're listening to Miss Lisa Knows. Al. And we're back. Sitting with me is, okay, so before we went on break, I called you Art. But really, it's A-R-T. Yeah, 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 same thing. No, it's not. No, it's not. It's, it's not the name. same thing. It's my name. It's my name. But your real name is Arthur. Yes, ma'am. So what does A-R-T stand for? Articulate Rhymes and Thoughts. I like that. That's Okay, so I'm a, I'm a Lurgo. I'm a Leo and a Virgo, and I love wordplay. And I know that you are a Virgo as well. Yep. So you're like a secret superstar. Like you're humble, but then as soon as the lights go on, you're ready to start killing people with your lyrics, right? Oh, you know me. <laughs> so what, first of all, I was listening to um, the song Sick. Yeah. Is that your, that's your latest single? Yeah. And I do notice that you are very lyrical and you are very, um, you clearly have a knack for wordplay. Yeah, it's my thing. But nowadays, with no one wanting to be considered a mumble rapper, lyricism is making a comeback. So what do you do to make to make sure that you are different from the rest? I mean, I, I try to protect my craft. You know what I mean? I work on it. Um, and that helps me bring my thoughts and, you know what I mean, the things that's going on in my head to the table. So it's just all about, for me, it's all about you know, saying that thing that is going to get somebody's attention to be like, wow, he said that. You know what I mean? I've been a big fan of, like, battle rap and stuff like that and all the 90s legends and 90s music as far as rap goes. So that's the kind of stuff that I, I treasure and what matters the most to me. And now you are living in Baltimore. Yes, ma'am. But you grew up in Brooklyn. Well, we moved from Brooklyn to Maryland so well, how, when I was 12. Oh, okay. Yeah, so you've been there mostly most of your life. You've yeah, been yeah, in Maryland. Yeah, yeah. So do you have like recollection of living the the Brooklyn life and how did that influence your music? Oh, of course. I mean, I was I was still a little kid, still ten. You know, I got memories. I still remember how it was. You know what I mean? I'm I'm always back and forth. So. But were you rapping at ten? No, 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 no. 
but of course those experiences and stuff that stuck with me, you know, help influence my music today. Um, I mean, I'm honestly blessed, honestly, to be able to move from, you know, the city, Brooklyn, the projects and all that, and then move to the suburbs in Maryland, which is like right outside of Baltimore. I live in Baltimore now, but where I went to high school and all that is um, like the suburbs outside of Baltimore. So it kind of gave me balance. So, you know, I could I could put on my suit, get in front of them people. How did you myself. How did you get acclimated? Like did you have to transition? Like was it hard or was it an easy I mean, move? Yeah, but like anybody, you know, when I was when I first moved out here, I was a little kid, so it was just like, yo, what are we doing? You know, I gotta drive to go to the store when I'm used to just walking across the street, walking around the corner to go to the stores. Little stuff like that that I was like, Yeah, I can't do this. But once I got older and realized um, you know, the benefit I got from from being there, my mom moving us out there. You know, it was definitely worth it. How does the music scene differ from the New York scene? Um, I mean, honestly, from that area, like you, we we I guess y'all call it the DMV. You know, so it's Baltimore, it's Maryland, Virginia, DC. Out of that area, I mean, if we being honest, we only got like one person that made it. You know, to that big big platform, and that was Wale. Outside of that, ain't really. What about what about Pusher? Push a T. I mean, Maryland? but that's like Virginia Beach, he so that's like different. Drake. He just oh, yeah, okay, he it's, different. It's, different. it's different. It's different. Yeah, yeah like I'm when they say right Virginia, now. yeah, when they say Virginia, it's like right outside of DC. Okay. Like when you call it DMV, you know what I mean? So, but nah, I mean, yeah, I mean, what was the question again? I'm sorry, <laughs> forgot. How does the music scene differ? Oh yeah, yeah. Like I was saying, like so it's not it's not as much star power. You know what I mean? So it's not many people that you could look up to and be like, all right, this is how they got there. Let me get there. You know, everybody is kind of trying to fight to get to that point, you know what I'm saying? It's, it's not really a light shining on that area right now. So I think it's kind of good because it's wide open, you know what I'm saying? It's, it's room in the game, and it's a time in the game for, for somebody from that area or, or artists from that area to, to make an impact in the, in the game for real. So so had, do, would you say that living in the DMV has influenced your sound more than New York? Not at all. <laughs> not at all. I mean, the first thing somebody's going to say when they hear my music is that I'm from New York or I sound like... Hove or Papoose or something. So you definitely sound like Papoose, <laughs> and I think that's there a great go. thing. I I think that's amazing because I mean, at the end of the day, you do want to be like your own your own sound. Yeah. But at least you are reminiscent of somebody who is lyrically a beast. Yeah, sure. So does do you feel like that hurts or helps you? I mean, I I feel like it helps. You know what I'm saying? They they get their familiarity, but it's also different. It's not you know it's not like you are gonna hear me and be like, yo, you sound exactly like Pat Boo. You sound exactly like Jay. I just think it's the way that I carry myself and the way that I go about spitting. You know that make people saying that, and plus my accent when I spit or whatever. But I don't think I actually sound exactly like them. So I think it's a good thing. You know what I'm saying? I take it as a compliment because those are Hove and Pat is like Pat was one of my favorite rappers. Hove is my favorite rapper. You know what I mean? So it's just a compliment to me, honestly. Well, for me, like, sometimes growing up in New York City, I feel like we don't support each other as much as some other places. Do you feel like they have a support system for you in Maryland, being that it's not a lot of rappers? Like, do you feel like you get better, more, of, more of a push? Nah, or do you I mean, like I feel like it's the, the same barrel? way. It's the same way. I think it's even worse there, honestly. Because if it wasn't, we would see more We would see more artists coming out of that area. You know what I'm saying? There's no reason why in, in the history of music, you know, or rap music, you can name a million from New York, a million, a million from ATL, a million from Cali, and all these other places. But from Baltimore, Maryland, Virginia, 
Who you about to name? Maybe like, they don't really got that fire, bro. It's because you from New York. You New York born, and then we sent you over there. Now you with a talent, so it's like now you could be their their Marilyn Messiah. <laughs> you welcome, Marilyn. We gave him to you from Brooklyn. <laughs> Oh, man. Do you have any like uh, rap beefs or any issues with any other other art? You haven't seen none of their names, but is there tension amongst the the artists in Maryland? Nah, no, nah, no, nah, not at all. Not you know, I'm not, I'm not into that. I, I share love with everybody. You know, what I'm saying as long as you ain't do me wrong, do my family wrong, my peoples, then you know it is what it is. So speaking of your peoples, what happened with starvation? Like, how come you guys dismantled? Oh, um, that's the same thing as it goes with any group you've seen. You know, what I'm saying it's just different personalities, different opinions, you know what I'm saying, when it comes to certain things. So if one person is beefing with another person, now you kind of picking sides, and it kind of went like that or crumble. I mean, shit was great, though. How many were in the group? It was four of us. Oh, okay. It yeah. got a little wild. So it kind of yeah. was like a split, or was it kind of like uh, it was four of three us. against one? It was four of us and the producer and the manager. Manager beefing with the producer. We knew the producer first. We loyalty with him, you know what I'm saying? So it kind of went like that, but... When everything slowed down, you know, some people was on the edge with it anyway. Like, yo, I don't even know if I really want to do this. So he went his way. You know, they're still my brothers, though. Like, these are my best friends. You know what I'm saying? I'm around them all the time. So As you're growing in your celebrity and as you are getting more recognition as a solo artist, do you ever feel resentment from your former members? Or do you ever feel like they kind of hating on you? Nah. Nah, not at all. Everybody just Everybody, you lying. He said, nah, too quick. Nah. I mean, everybody doing their own thing. Like, right. it's not, you know what I'm saying? Like, it's room for all of us. So, I mean, we're not crossing paths and all that. Like, we, he's going this way, I'm going this way, and we're going to meet at the top. You know what I mean? How do you go about choosing your beats? Um, Well, my producer is my roommate. Okay. Well, one of them. You know what I mean? So, a lot of times, we just sit there and create, and then when I hear that sound, you know what I'm saying? I'm like, yo, add this, or let that play. You know what I'm saying? But... It's really, with me, like, a lot of people, they do these YouTube searches, and they be on YouTube searching, da-da-da-da-da, but I, I don't got the patience for that. And plus, I'd rather not go through 12 million bad beats to find one, you know what I mean? Even if it's a good beat, that don't mean it fit me. Like, I got to I gotta feel it, you know what I mean? I got to feel it, like, right away. When I start coming up with flows, that means, I, you know what I mean, I want that, so. And everything that you've been doing in this whole journey, what would you say is the biggest lesson you've learned so far? I think I think you gotta I think just knowing the difference between keeping business relationships and friendships separated you know what I'm saying especially when it comes to doing business like that could be your friend but when it comes to business it gotta be strictly business so I think that's the most important honestly you opened up for Kendrick Lamar yeah how did that happen let's talk about that um so I guess we found out the tour was going on it was through my manager and um they was taking submissions or whatever, and they submitted us, and we won. It was crazy. It was only, um, it was us, then I forgot the DJ name, whatever DJ it was, and then Kendrick. So it wasn't like, you know what I'm saying, they picked out a, they picked five people out of ten, you right. know what I'm saying? It was like, damn, like we really got picked probably over like a thousand submissions. Like, so that was crazy. Millions. Yeah, you know what I mean? Like yeah, millions so, of yeah, submissions. Whatever. Yeah. It was crazy, though, yeah. Five thousand people. i never forget that. Do you remember how, like, you re- reacted? Did you cry? Did you yell? Did you, ah! Like, talk, let's do it. No, no, no. All right, so the one thing I regret, I'm going to say this now, okay. was that um, we was younger, so I'm I'm probably like 20, 21 at the time. How old are you I'm now? I'm 26. I'll be 27. I don't know if you strapping young 20s, so, 
<laughs> so I was young. So like when I seen Kendrick, like we seen him, you know what I'm saying? Like walk right past us. But I ain't like get up and try to act like a groovy. I'm like, I'm young, so I'm like, I don't wanna be like no groupie talk right. stick da, da, da. But I should have took a picture with him and all that. But yeah, walked past, I just said what up. Yeah, that was stupid. But um outside of that, so we get to the uh the show, we always pray before we um perform. So we got our little circle perform, that's when the butterflies hit. You know what I'm saying? So I was kind of nervous at first, but once we got up there, it was just, it was routine. It was regular. By that time, we had did so many shows that the only difference was the people around, which just gave me energy anyway. Have you ever had a stage fright moment? Uh, nah. Uh, not no? yet. Nah, because um, I was telling um, I was telling somebody this last night, but like, I used to play ball. So, like, I always fueled off the crowd and all them people being around. You know what I'm saying? Like, so that same feeling I used to get when I used to get a dunk and then the whole crowd going crazy, I get that now when I'm on the stage. So it's kind of more like it feed me. What made you not go me. into the basketball? Uh, nah, I, I mean, I did. You still doing that? Nah, I mean, still, I, like, what's I going on? You doing both? <laughs> nah, I played, in, um, I played in high school, got a scholarship, went to college. When I got out of college, went back to college for um, scholarship. Or right, you have two. You have the your so master's and a, you have two degrees. I got a bachelor's. You have a master's and a bachelor's, no? Just a bachelor's. Okay. Yeah. I'm still proud of you. Don't worry. All I have <laughs> is a GED and a dream. <laughs> but we still out here. The dream and is the most important part. That's all. And the hustle is sold separately, and people don't understand that. Yeah, for sure. Something people also don't understand, because we're in a different time where you have rappers like, you know, clout chasing, like the six nines and... Those crazy people, yeah. you know, the gun-toting insta-gangsters. Right. And they're getting a lot of notoriety. They get booked. They get a lot of attention. Yeah. And it makes it harder for someone like yourself. Right. So what makes you not go into that route? Because I always want to stay true to myself and true to, you know, what I know. You know what I'm saying? That's most important to me. I don't want to make it some fraud way. And then now you're getting exposed for not being this type of person, this and this and that. You know what I mean? Like, it is what it is. Like, I grew up, we, you know, as a little kid, I was in the project, so, you know what I'm saying, you're not going to take that away from me. I know what that's like, you know what I'm saying, as from a little kid's standpoint. So, I know that I moved and went to the suburbs, you know what I'm saying, got an education. Like, so I'm not going to be out here like I've been on the block all this time, right. so, you know what I'm saying, for what? Like, so. Do you ever feel like you're not getting the, your just due or the respect that you deserve? And if you do, how do you push through that? Um, nah, I don't feel like that at all. I feel like it's going to come. I just feel like I needed to take the time to actually invest in myself time-wise, you know, money-wise and all that, and actually go after it before I can make a conclusion like that, you know what I mean? Because I never really, I never really gave it my 100%, you know, until now, so. So if you were to have any artist that you could collaborate with, alive, dead, who and why? Any? Any. It doesn't even have to be a rapper. You might want to do a collabo with John Lennon. Michael Jackson. Why? Because he's the greatest entertainer. You think he better than Beyonce? There was yeah. a big debate about that. Yeah. You feeling him more yeah. than me? Yeah. Come on. Okay. Why do you feel I, that? <laughs> because when you look at okay, I, I do mean, because because all right, vocally, he was great. You know what I'm saying? But as far as an entertainer, I feel like he's more entertaining than Beyonce. 
Yeah, not taking nothing away from B because I love B. I love you know B, and I but and I feel like without without I'd rather watch Jackson, Michael Jackson dance than B dance. What I watch Michael, I watch Beyonce dance and sing, but I'm not going to just watch her dance. I watched the Coachella watch from YouTube. Like I wasn't even oh, at yeah, Coachella. I, I watched it from Fire. from this like you know put it on the smart TV. Yeah. I was sweating and my body hurt for two days because you would have thought I was in the show. <laughs> And I feel like without Beyonce that we wouldn't ha- without Michael we wouldn't have the Beyonce yeah. so we gotta give him Yo, his we credit. Yeah, we definitely but let's gotta do respect that the for legends. You. Who are the legends that you know empower you or inspire you? Um, across all genres. Yeah. Um, of course, like Michael Jackson. Uh, we gonna get to the rappers: Big L, Biggie, Nas, um, Pun, Jay, Cole, Kendrick. Um, I like I like I like some new kids. I ain't gonna lie. Like X, I I was listening to uh, him before he passed or whatever. I like him. I like Trippy Red. That's another one. Um, I'm not gonna lie. Couple. I don't. What? Who? Who's that? Neither one. Neither one. <laughs> <laughs> nah. See, so Rest in so peace, my thing X, is and so I was my talking thing, about that earlier, but when it comes to me, when it comes to that, I'm a fan of just music. Period. So like. Even if you're not a great rapper and that's what you claim to be and on your projects you are able to put together music that sounds good to the ear, that's sonically good, then I give you your credit. You know what I'm saying? I felt like X was good at putting music together. I felt like he was an artist, not just a rapper. Same thing with Trippie Red. So that's my thing. I mean, I appreciate artists like yourself where I can hear the craft and hear that you actually like took, you know, time to, to think. Exactly. Thank you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You finishing my statement. That's how much you thinking. Yeah, yeah. yeah, I ain't gonna lie. Like, I just found out. I was in the studio the other day. I just, I just heard something crazy about a rapper that I actually like. That's kind of new. I ain't gonna say no name because I don't want. Yeah, he's he not here. But anyway, so I, I like dude, whatever, and he ended up having a studio session the night before I was there. Come to find out, I found out like the way he record is kind of crazy to me because like he'll spit a line. Be out the booth for twenty minutes. Spit another line. Be out the, like he easy e. Yeah, it. I'm like I ain't yeah. Because you know it's <laughs> how they, that. yeah. That's what I'm saying. How and how do you feel about ghostwriters? Oh no, nah. I mean, have a ghostwriter if you want, but don't say that you're an MC or a rapper. You know what I mean? It's different to collaborate. Like if I'm getting an idea for a hook from somebody, or if he wrote the hook, even you know what I'm saying. That's one thing. But as far as like your creative process or your mind and the things that you're saying that might have been clever, like if you're getting that from somebody else, then you're not. It's not you, you know what I'm saying? It's like, how can I respect that if it didn't come from your mind? It's coming from your mind. Let's talk about your song, Sick. Yeah. Where did that come from? What was the inspiration behind that song? Is there a video coming out soon? All right. Oh, yeah. Well, the video out. So, y'all go check that. It's okay. on YouTube. Oh, A-R-T. Okay. A dot R dot T. That's the problem. It's A-R-T. Yeah. From Brooklyn, a.k.a. Maryland. Yes. Let's get it. So, um... Yeah, no, no, no. So uh, I had went to an event. My boy uh, in the fashion, he had an event, and there were some vendors there. I met one dude who had his own little, he had a clothing line. He do tattoos, but his, his whole business is called Sick. Um, like a couple weeks later, one of my older producers that actually was producing with the group um, had sent me some beats. And one of the beats um, like had this sound in it that sounded like... Uh, like a like a clown show or something, like a circus or something. So I automatically think like, yo, what if I call this joint sick? You know what I'm saying? Then I came up with the hook and it was history from there. So I got a hoodie from the dude that do the tattoos. He did the cover art for it. That cover yeah. art is dope. Yeah, try to make it all make sense. Yeah. 
So you want everything that you're doing to make sense. Well, so what is the journey? What's your next step in your journey? Um, like, what do you say is your 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 12-month plan? Because we're always thinking about the five years and the 10 years. Mm-hmm. What do you want in the next 12 months to be happening for ART? I want to I wanna be doing this full time. Like, I don't want anybody to be able to see art and not know that this is what he do. You know what I'm saying? I, I need to make this my my only like you know what i'm saying so that's my plan i want to continue to push continue to get the the fan base um you know do as many things i can to get my name out there let everybody check the music and be the judges they sell so right now what we're gonna do is we're gonna play your song all right what is your instagram and your twitter so that we can have the listeners you know drop you some comments you know check me on my uh, social media at a r t x x i i i that's 23 in Roman numerals, so art 23 in Roman numerals. <laughs> Yo, you really do be thinking. So, again, know-it-alls, <laughs> make sure you check ART's song out right now, and then drop a comment, leave us some ratings on the SoundCloud, on the iTunes, check it out on Stitcher. Go to the picture right now on the Miss Listen Knows page on Instagram and let us know how you're feeling about this song. It's lyrical content. It's explicit. So make sure you turn it up right now. Don't ever try him like the floor ain't nice. Yeah. Niggas slipping, I put him on the ice. I don't want to let you go tonight and ride a dick like a motorbike. They, they don't like him, but they know the name. I drive better like a old chain. Check the stats, I'm like Hall of Fame. Boy, slick like a bowling lane, uh. All the bitches going saying, uh, I get the head before a name, uh, I mean it's like old dog came, uh, started from the bottom and I came up, we ain't coming through unless you're paying us, I don't want the bag unless it's weighing up, nigga really think about playing us, boy boy must be high off the angel dust, yeah you not in my lane, I'm thinking about copping the range, I'm about to pop out with the game, my niggas get money and bang, y'all niggas is funny and lame, yeah, took a break now that I'm back, all of these niggas are rap, yeah, young nigga bridging the gap, yeah, faking don't give me no debt, they said that I wouldn't be shit. be shit. Now look at them sick. They sick. I'm number one on the list. Not I'm number one on the list. Not they said that I wouldn't be shit. Be shit. Now look at them sick. They sick. I'm number one on the list. Not I'm number one on the list. Not Don't talk to niggas who lose it. Nah. They got a million excuses. Nah. You ain't about money, you useless. useless. You got a talent, then use it. Use it. I-, I had a fight with the monsters. monsters. They couldn't damage the armor. Nah. Pussy, we money and honor. honor. That's why I rolled up the ganja. Yeah, yeah I'm good on the block. I'm good. Get yeah, them other niggas ops. Nah. That's why them niggas are sick. sick. They can't put me in a box. Nah. Money, power, respect. Yeah, I learned that from the locks. Yeah, I fill a roll with the crops. crops. All the bras with they tops, huh? Uh-huh. Don't compare me to no judge. Never. Unless you talking about the Yankee. the Yankee. Number one, if you rank me. Rank. If I was you, I'd probably thank me. Yeah, from Brooklyn to Baltimore. Hey, I keep the bitches going crazy. Hey, RIP the little scooter. Hey, yeah, she say the floor amazing. Yeah, I'm dripping sauce and I'm waving. Wavy. I can't trust you if you shady. Nah, I beat a man till I'm 80. 80. I can't fuck cause she lazy. Huh? If you ain't gay, you can't sit. can't sit. I'm like the number one pick. Yeah, and they know I'm legit. legit. And that's why these niggas. Sick, huh? They said that I wouldn't be shit. Nah, now look at him sick, sick. I'm number one on the list. I'm number one on the list. Yeah, they said that I wouldn't be shit. Be sick. Now look at him sick. They sick. I'm number one on the list. I'm number one on the list. They said that I wouldn't be shit. Be sick. Now look at him sick. They sick. I'm number one on the list. I'm number one on the list. They said that I wouldn't be shit. Be sick. Now look at him sick. They sick. I'm number one on the list. I'm number one on the list.
Okay, and that was Sick from ART. Don't forget to leave us a comment and let us know how you're feeling about that song. I love it. Like I said, you sound like Papoose on that song. <laughs> like, the five fingers of death slapped me in my <laughs> face. And I was very, very excited for what's to come in the music because I really felt like, you know, it was starting to dwindle and people were just resting on the fact that, you know, it was just a good sound and it was just like, you know... Druggy music is what I felt it was mm. becoming, the mumble raps. Mm. So listening to your song, just like it really excited my spirit. I love timeless music. Thank you. And I love music that, you know, it just brings more consciousness. You know, we have to make sure that our music is reflecting the times. Yeah. And that's what I do appreciate about your, your music. And I'm very excited for what's to come. Thank you. Do you have a website? Um, you can go forwardmotionmanagement.com. That's the management website. Um, I got my own website coming soon as well. But y'all just check me out on the social medias for now. Updates and everything will be on there. Everything's available. And that's right. And if we're going to also keep you guys abreast to any of his up-and-coming performances, new music, new videos, you can also check those things out at Miss Listen Knows on Instagram and Twitter, MissListenKnows.com. And like I said, for anyone who also wants to be featured on our artist spotlight, you can just email MissListenNosShow at gmail.com. Do you have any final thoughts or any shout outs you want to give you? What about your baby mama? What about the churrens? No, none of those. None of those? Uh, what about mama? Uh, yeah. What about mama? Yeah, mama! I got to shout out my mama. What's up, ma? <laughs> yeah. And shout out to his bae. Yeah. And ladies, like I tell you every week, Brush your teeth, brush your edges, and brush that dirt off your shoulders. <laughs> Until next time, it's your girl, Miss Listen Knows. Ow. Ow. <laughs>